Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. On SEN and the SEN app. Time for the Queensland Footy Show with Scott Sattler. And Brent Tate. Tate goes for the Two Queensland legends chatting Queensland footy. Yeah, welcome to the Queensland Footy Show, where we focus on the three Queensland teams in the National Rugby League. I'm Scott Sattler, your host each and every week. And we've got two Queensland teams travelling nicely at the moment. One, very disappointing in the Gold Coast Titans. And as we discuss all things Queensland Rugby League, Brent Tate joins me as he does each and every week. How are you, Tatey? I'm very well, Sat. Yourself? Really well, really well. And we're going to have Kebby Walters join us very soon to talk about the Brisbane Broncos sitting eighth at the moment, three in a row. They're travelling beautifully, as are the North Queensland Cowboys. What's your thoughts so far on the, the three Queensland sides after nine rounds? Well, Sats, the, the Cowboys are obviously the surprise packet and, and going along nicely. I think the consistency in naming the same 17 most weeks has yeah. really helped them. Uh, mate, the Broncos, uh, I think we discussed last week, really hard to get a read on, but uh, three in a row and travelling along beautifully. I think, mm. you know, Kevy will be really excited about where they're positioned at the moment. And uh, obviously the Titans really, really disappointing, actually. Yeah. Um it just just really disappointing sats so they were touted as a top eight team but uh, their form um they look hopelessly lost mm. at sea at the moment i feel I, I don't really see a way out for the titans it has to be a huge turnaround in their form and fortune if they are to even look like sort of getting their season back on track at the moment. So I reckon there'd be some uh, big concerns down at the Gold Coast Titans at the yeah, moment. We're going to talk to three Queensland teams after the uh, break before we talk to um, our, our special guest. Magic round this weekend. Really quickly, Tuddy, do you wish there was a magic round when we played? Yeah, I do. So that's, I'd love to be. A, yeah, yeah, great. Great weekend. Great concept. Um, and some great ideas around the magic round too that um, some of the players are touted, which we might get into later on. Kevin Walters steps and gets away. Yeah, he was a great player at Origin for the Brisbane Broncos, for the Canberra Raiders. He's in his second year of coaching the Brisbane Broncos now. Uh, good wins against the Sharks and the Bunnies over the last two weeks to make it three in a row. And he's joining us on Queensland Footy Show, Kevy Walters. How are you, Kev? Oh, I'm excellent. Thanks, Sats. That intro didn't go along with many tries for the Ustray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was plenty there, plenty yeah. there. Now, um, first and foremost, before we talk about what's happening at the Brisbane Broncos, I didn't realise you were born in Rocky. I thought you were a born and bred Ippy boy. What happened there? Yeah, no, born in Rocky, and uh, mum and dad moved down with all the. Well, was, I got four brothers, so there's the five of us moved down to Ipswich. Mum's um, father was a station master, and he took over the Ipswich. Uh, he was the chief dog at the Ipswich um, railway station, so. We moved Ippy and yeah, grew up there. I think I was about 
four or five by the time we got down here. So, yeah, and the Epic's great, great little town in Switch. Very it is. privileged to go up there and, you know, footy in, in the winter months and then cricket and baseball in the in the summer months. So, yeah, great place to live. It's bred plenty of uh, great sports people across a number of sports. Now, you've won the last three, Sharks and South, in that three, Kev. You, which effort of those two has probably impressed you the most or do they impress you the most if they sat side by side? Yeah, pretty much side by side. You know, I felt our form had been getting better sort of the last month, although Penrith put a bit of a score on us, but I thought the the effort was there that night. Penrith's obviously one of the better teams in the competition. So, um, yeah, and then we settled back with the Bulldogs and then into the last two weeks, which has been good. I, I think our effort areas, well, I know they've been a lot better um, and our attacks sort of, sort of flowing on the back of that as well. So it's been a, been a good two or three weeks for the Bronx, that's for sure. Do you think with Payne being out last week, especially, Kev, that it, it just forced a lot of other players not to look for Payne to do a lot of those effort areas you talk about and they had to pick it up themselves? Yeah, well, certainly. Um, he's one that we rely on heavily. We're, we're very grateful to have him in our side. He was playing on Friday night. But we also got Pat Carrington back um, last mm. week um, from, from a knee injury. So that was a, a blessing for us. The timing was, was perfect in that regard. And Pat managed to knock out 60 minutes straight um, with some really good work in there as well. Um, yeah, but we're fortunate to have um, both Payne and Paddy back this week and looking forward to taking on you know, Manly uh, Friday night at Magic Weekend. Kevy, I thought Flegler last week was outstanding too. Probably one of the best games I've seen him play in his first grade career, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it certainly was, Cody. Um, we challenged him and um, uh, Keenan Palacia to you know, make a difference off the bench. I, you know, I feel a lot of the teams, well, the better teams, that when their bench comes on, you really know that they're out there. And that was the challenge for, for Tom and Keenan. Um, and they did that well, particularly Flegg. His first couple of carries was really noticeable that he was out there and he was offloading. Got some good offloads in. His defence was, was really good as well. So, yeah, um, um, trying to get him back into the starting side at some stage. But when, he, when he's playing that well in the role that he's playing, we're, we're leaving there for a couple more weeks and see if he can continue, you know, when he comes on, just bringing the energy and doing lots of good things out there for us. Mate, talk about uh, influences on your team, none bigger than your uh, halfback and Adam Reynolds. Can you give us a bit of an insight into what he's like at training, video sessions, and the way he gives, I guess, you some advice, um, the playing group advice, just just his overall influence on the yeah. team, Kev? Yeah, he's been a godsend for us, Tatey. Um, you know, I knew from the first time we, we, Dave Donahue and I flew to Sydney to meet him and his family. Um, they're a great family and uh, his influence over the team has just been so so good and positive. Uh, coming, you know, from a, from South last year, they made the green final and the like. But I feel he's, he's playing better now than, than he ever has. Um, he's got a lot of responsibility in our place, and he enjoys that responsibility. Um, he takes his footy seriously, but he also likes a typical halfback voice. You know, loves a good time, loves putting uh, shit, excuse the language, on, on other team members and, and carrying. <laughs> that good humour amongst the group. So, and he's obviously very special in team meetings. He, he knows how to play the game. And he's, and I, I feel his kicking game, I know it's, it's um, you know, a very good kicking game, but I feel that that's been one of the big influences that he's had with us is where we actually turn the ball over. Um, it, it's great uh, to have him in our side. Defensively, he's been good. His running game's been good. So he ticks all the boxes for us. Uh, he's a great leader as well. And more importantly, even top fella, really good bloke. So we're, we're really lucky to have him as well. And the money that you're paying him, Kevy, he's, he's able to buy uh, a better house or a bigger house in Queensland than he is in, in Sydney, I'm led to believe. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so um, he, he bought, a, he bought a, a, some, well, his house 
that he's living in now was bigger than his land that he had, land and house combined. <laughs> so they're really enjoying uh, the freedom where they live. Um, you know, it's a beautiful home you know, up here, living in Queensland, as you guys know. It's, 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 the weather's beautiful, though. It's not, not too kind at the moment. There's a bit of rain around, but, um, yeah, it's a, it's a nice place to live up here in Queensland. And he's, he's, him and his family have settled well, and that's showing through with, with his football as well. Manly. And Magic Round, I know it's all about Tommy Trebojevic and obviously he's the key player you've got to look at, but what are the, some some of the other areas that we don't see that you see as a coach that you've got to try and shut Manly down? Oh, look, I think DC is probably as good a touch that he's yeah. been you know, in his career. And him and Warren uh, playing some good footy. Croker's uh, quite dangerous out of nine as well. So uh, they've got some strike Manly and um, you know, we're understanding obviously Tom's the, the key there as well, but you know, I feel that we're a much improved defensive team and we need to be that way, particularly on our left and right edge. And our, our middles as well are doing a great job. So um, Manly are a side that like to use the ball. Um, a bit old-fashioned the way Manly play. Not a lot of block plays in your typical rugby league football, but DCE and, and Co, they like to move the ball and shift the ball around. So we've got to be certainly, you know, get our line speed going and making sure that we're, you know, available to tackle on every, on every tackle of the set because they certainly do challenge you everywhere from the middle of the field, you know, on both edges with the way that Tommy likes to play. Kev, we'll, we'll shift our focus off the Bronx and we'll go to the beloved Maroons, who we all have such a, a soft spot for. Uh, mate, you played plenty of origin. Yeah, that's it. That's it, Kev. Um, I, I'd be really interested to get your take on, on a young Selwyn Cobo, Kev. I, I love the way he plays, and I know he's only young in the um, first grade. Is he someone you think could be ready for origin or a bit early? No, I believe he could be, Tony. Um, I'm not sure how old you were running, 20 or 21, when you played your... How old were you with your first origin? Yeah, I was 20, yep. 20, there you go. So he's uh, turning 20 this year, Selwyn. Um, look, he's, a, he's one of those Indigenous players where he knows where to put himself and where to find the ball. That was typical of the, the intercept or runaway try that he got last weekend you know, against South. He was just there in the moment. And his best footy um, is still you know, a long way in front of him, but I feel that... The bigger the occasion, the better he plays. And uh, you only got to look back to last year's um, Queensland Cup Green Final, um, where he was the best player on the field playing at fullback. And there was mm. a lot of talk around of shifting him when we lost Tessie Niu into that fullback role. I'm sure long term he can be a you know really good fullback for us. But just at the moment, we're leaving him parked on that wing. Um, he's got great instincts. I feel that him and Katoni, uh, not only with their attack, but their defensive work has been much better this year as well. And, they're working well together, and I feel that, Tyce, uh, that uh, Selwyn's growing each week You know, in his role on the wing. Could he handle origin? Yeah, I, I wouldn't have a problem with, with there. We're pretty blessed, though, as Maroons now, Tati, aren't we? We've got a lot of good young outside backs coming through, so there's lots of good options there for Billy and his team to, to select from this year. Kevin, you're a good man. Thanks for joining us on Queensland Footy Show. Yeah, thanks, Saxon. Keep those texts flying, Tati. I love them, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Kev. Good on you, yuck. <laughs> the Queensland Footy Show with Sats and Tate. Well, we couldn't call it chinwag. The Queensland Footy Show with those two good blokes, Sats and Tate. I don't know whether we're good blokes or not. Maybe one of us is a good bloke. Um, you make the decision. Welcome back to the Queensland Footy Show. And very soon for Bosch Bins, we're going to talk about who cleaned up throughout the week and what didn't you like? What are you binning? But before we do that, before we do that let's focus on the three Queensland clubs from round nine. Um, Tady, let's start on the Gold Coast Titans at first. Sitting 14th on the ladder, only two wins. Pretty disappointing. 
Yeah, they have been disappointing, mate. Um, I know it's a club that's close to your heart. I know you keep a, a really close mm. eye on them, Sats. Um, it has been disappointing, hasn't it, for the Titans? It is. I think it's a long game for the Titans, and fans don't like that excuse. But I just I feel as though that with their young players in key positions, it's it's about developing those players and trying to get them to 40 or 50 first-grade games when they really feel like they're, they're – worthy of playing in the NRL. Tim Sheens used to have a great saying about you've got to play 50 games before you know your identity in rugby league. And I think that's what the Titans have got to do. And you know, with young Toby Sexton still trying to learn how to control a game. Um, David Fafita out last week, I think on his form, it didn't really, wouldn't have made a difference against the Roosters in Mackay. Um, they were pretty good. They're pretty good, the Roosters. Um, finished seventh last year, the Gold Coast Titans. So they've got to start getting a move on. Kieran Foran agrees to a two-year deal throughout the week. 2023 onwards, 32 this year. I think it's a good move, Tady. You do. I was going to ask you if you thought it was a good move. I think move. it's a good deal just, just to educate those young players. Yeah. I mean, he's going, to, he's going to come in for a role, isn't he? A bit like, I guess, Chad Townsend at exactly. the Cowboys. They don't need him to be a yeah. superstar. They just need him, to, need him to teach those young guys how to prepare and play first grade. Yeah. Now, we spoke to Kevy Walters about the Brisbane Broncos, sitting eighth at the moment. Um and got Manly again in Magic Round, which is a difficult game to pick, actually. And and if I want to talk to you about Adam Reynolds really quickly because we focus on the Broncos. With the Adam Reynolds, they're saying he's come back to Horny's old club and the South City dropped the ball in relation to, pardon the pun, not offering him a, a longer deal. But if you were offered a one-year deal at the Bunnies as opposed to a three-year deal, what would have you taken, Tady, at the age of 30, 31? Oh, the three-year deal without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt, especially when he's a player that's won a comp, done everything in the game, uh, a different challenge for him, and the security of three years, it, it is a no-brainer. Look, yeah. he, personally, he's made the right decision for himself and his family. He'll be the reason Absolutely. if they play finals. Well, yep. mate, he is really their only, Not, I'm not going to say only finals hope, but a lot of everything that the Brisbane do, he's got his fingerprints all over it, so... Mm. Uh, mate, he's been he's been what a great pickup for him, and 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 how influential a player of his caliber can be. And and I'm hoping you know the Gold Coast Titans would be hoping something similar with Kieran Form when exactly. he goes down there. Yeah, exactly. Now let's focus on the Cowboys. Third after the weekend's win against the Knights, weren't at their greatest, but they did enough to go to the next level and and win that game comfortably. But uh, have they reached their best, Tady? Because you've seen a lot of the the North Queensland Cowboys while working with Fox. Do you, what do they need to do to get to their best if you don't think they're at their best? Oh, mate, I, I think they're only scratching the surface, to be honest, Sats. I really do. I, I think it's not going to be something that happens quickly. It'll be something that goes long term. Mm. Uh, but they've got a good young crop of um, players that are, mate, they're superstars. Some of these guys are absolutely uh, going to be out and out superstars. Nanai, Luki, um, you know, Val Holmes is playing really well. So I think this group is learning. I thought the win on the weekend was a professional win. They still haven't got quite to the level where they don't drop to the team they're playing's performance. Um, but in saying that, they still put 20 on the nights and did a job. So, mate, for me, they're starting to really mature as a group. But, uh, yeah, only scratching the surface of what they can achieve. You know, we look at Drinkwater and Val Holmes and Jason Taumalolo, but what about Ruben Cotter? Oh, he's one of my favourites. I love him. I How love him. Is he? Mate, love to go is, to war with him. Oh, he's such a competitor. Yeah. You know the great thing about Ruben, mate, is that he's had two significant knee reconstructions, yeah. one where they had to have bone grafts. So, mate, he sat out for three or four years, Rubes, um, and did it really, really tough, mate. So for him to come back and be the player he is at the moment, it, it's a real credit to him and his uh, resilience. And still only 23 
years of age. Yeah, so the Cowboys travelling on beautifully at the moment. Uh, we spoke about earlier on who's cleaned up this week and what are we throwing in the bin on behalf of Bosch Bins? Now it's time for this. Time to find out who's cleaned up or who we should bin this week. Thanks to Bosch Bins. Yeah, great supporters of the show, Bosch Bins. Thank you very much. Uh, Tady, who cleaned up throughout the week? Mate, I'm going to go Selwyn Cobbo. I oh, thought yeah. his <laughs> performance on the weekend, his two tries, but that one where he just fended off and, mate, just blew probably one of the fastest players in the comp, Alex Johnson, left him in his wake. Uh, mate, I, I think he's origin ready. I'd pick him on the wing. I, I, I love what he's about. Love want, what he's about. I want to focus on that next week's show around you know, Selwyn Cobbo, Hamaso, Tabuai Fido, Cole Felt. You as an outside back, I want to get your take on who they should pick on the wing. Who's cleaned up for me? The Trebojevic family. Three ah. brothers started for the first time for Manly. Ben played in the centres, scored two tries, but I loved how excited his brother Jake was in the post-game <laughs> interview. Mate, I just want to say, it was just, it was just a, it was a nice <laughs> moment today. Like, I was finding it hard before the game. I was getting a bit emotional when um, we're all starting together and seeing how proud our mum and dad were playing here at... Um, uh, Brookvale, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's really cool and um, just very, very proud, you know, very, very proud of Ben. They make me sick how perfect they are. Oh, you, you know what? It's they're a like shame the they're both. Family. It's a shame they're New South Welshmen, to be honest, because <laughs> they're such good blokes. Like, I, I, I genuinely love them. So, yeah. yeah. What are you throwing no. in the bin, Tady? Uh, everyone's going to be sick of it, mate, but I, I've got to throw the bunker in the bin this week. I mm. reckon what the bunker's created rewards bad defensive reads. Yep. So you can now make a bad defensive read uh, in, you know, in your defensive line and get away with it because the bunker will intervene and say you've been interfered with with the lead runner. And we saw one on the weekend. Uh, uh, Fitzgibbon came, made a real bad decision um, from the Knights, um, and got, re- you know, the try got pulled back. And Jason Tamalolo, so, yeah, yeah, it was. So, mate, I, I just feel as though it's now rewarding bad defensive reads, and yeah. and that's what our game's all about is getting people to make bad decisions in defence. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, Bosch binning the uh, Bosch binning the bunker. Yeah, yeah it's the three Bs today. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with you. And also, anyone who thought Will Kennedy shouldn't have been sent off last week, I'm binning those people as well. Uh, who's been binned or who's cleaned up for Bosch bins? Call one eight hundred Go Bosch. Uh, that's it for another edition of the Queensland Footy Show. Thanks to Kevy Wallace for taking time out in his busy schedule. Uh, thank you especially to Bosch bins, our commercial partners, and for you listening as well. Thanks, Tady. Thanks, mate. Make sure you join us next week on Queensland Footy Show. The Queensland Footy Show with Sats and Tate. Well, we couldn't call it chinwag. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.